2: NBA free agency is underway and it is on fire. The latest Kyrie Irving, three years, $126 billion to stay in Dallas. Draymond Green staying in Golden State, a four-year deal worth $100 million. Jeremy Grant staying in Portland, five years, $160 million. Kyle Kuzma. Staying in Washington. So a lot of the players that have been high up on the list are staying with their respective teams. The Kings are trying to finalize the deal for guard Chris Duarte from the Indiana Pacers. Very good rookie season, not a very good second season. Injuries a part of that, but a guy that has a lot of upside, I think that would be a very big pickup when I mean big I think that is a uh, a, another wise move for Monty McNair and the Sacramento Kings how are you today is that enough to get you started well if it's not how about ESPN and I've been telling you that this day was coming for a long time the day that they signed Joe Buck and then Troy Aikman I told you that this was going to happen okay and I gotta tell you I don't fault Joe Buck or Troy Aikman for taking the big dollars. But I'd hate to be them right now, all right? Because they're the reason why these layoffs are occurring, okay? When Jeff Van Gundy gets fired, then you know something is wrong, okay? Uh, Absolutely awful. And the executives at ESPN should be ashamed of themselves, okay? And I again, I told you this was going to happen. I told you this was going to happen the day they signed Buck and then Aikman. I said, well, just let you know, there are a lot of people that just lost their jobs today. List is very long. Jalen Rose, Susie Colbert, Steve Young. I mean, I can go on and on. All right. I told you this day was going to happen. And it has arrived. All right. Let's stop wasting time. All right. Let's get right to it. And we're going to start with Connor. Connor, how are you today?
3: Doing good, Grant. How are you? Good, buddy. Obviously, I want to get to the free agency stuff, but first, with these ESPN firings, these aren't just your average names and no names. These are some of the most popular personalities on the channel. Max Kellerman, Jalen Rowe, Jeff Van Gundy, and I was shocked at Todd McShay, one of the NFL's best. Yep. It's just it's incredible.
2: Yep, it is incredible. It really is. It's absolutely unbelievable, but, uh, well, I shouldn't say it's unbelievable. I actually told you this day was going to happen. I told you that a lot of people were going to lose their jobs the day that some nitwit in the uh, ESPN headquarters decided that it was a good idea to pay Joe Buck and Troy Aikman all that money. Stupidity. I mean, people are watching Monday Night Football regardless of whether Joe Buck's doing the game or you're doing the game. All right, that's the reality of this situation.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. And then getting to free agency today, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Harrison Barnes move. I mean, I didn't mind it. But now that I'm seeing all these deals today, I'm starting to like the deal more and more because it has been a lot of like massive deals for players that I wouldn't say are too much higher talent-wise than Harrison Barnes. Cam Johnson, Kuzma, Draymond, yep. all getting $100 million plus, Jeremy Grant, yep. so... I and mean, I like the value. You also, now you're also the
2: forgetting you're also forgetting another key aspect, all signing with their existing teams because it favors teams are, are in a better position to sign their own free agents. You're seeing very little movement, even Kyrie Irving now. Right. So you're seeing all these players sign with their existing teams. They're not moving to other teams. They're signing with their existing teams for the most part.
3: Yeah, that was one of the biggest trends I was noticing. Like, Jakob Pertl stayed with the Raptors. Yep. He got $80 million. Just surprising yep. all these moves.
2: Yep. No question.
3: And then what do you think? I think that the bringing back Trey Lyles, that was a great deal. I think the contract's really good yep. value. What do you think about that?
2: I, I, I'm with you 100%. I mean, absolutely. I, we talked about this yesterday. And um, I think so far it's been a really good offseason for Sacramento. I really do. I like what they've done.
3: Yeah, and You've mentioned in the past that for small market teams and teams that don't have really attractive destinations, I saw like with the Pacers today, to get a guy like Bruce Brown and paying him $22.5 million a year, yep. is that kind of like yep. the tax they have to do to lure in a guy like him?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what you have to do. I mean, certain franchises have to overpay uh, to get players. And I think when Indiana lost out on Harrison Barnes, and make no mistake about it, uh, they really wanted Harrison Barnes. Then they freed up room when they uh, are well. The the deal's not official yet. Chris Duarte. Um, then they've got money to work with, and they felt like they needed a player, and they would overpay a little bit to get that player. So yes, you're absolutely correct.
3: Yeah, with the trade for Duarte today and re-signing Lyles and Barnes, I saw that Chimezie Metu signed with the Suns. So that's Suns one not year. Not a big yep. loss for them with all no, the power depth.
2: No, it's not a big loss at all. Now, as we sit here and we go over the Kings roster, they still are in the need of that big guy, whether it's a backup or what have you, because of what we saw, right? Kavan Looney destroyed the Kings on the glass in the playoffs, right? And so that's still a need that the Kings need to address. Wouldn't you agree?
3: Yeah, 100%. I think that they still have some money left around to go get a guy like Brooke Lopez or Christian Wood, both who are still on the board. And then that backup point guard spot, I really think that Dennis Schroeder would be intriguing there.
2: Yep. Don't disagree with both of you, uh, both those names or or three of those names. I think those would all be good if you could get them.
3: Yeah. What about the reports about James Harden with why would any team want to trade for him as a player and take on that massive contract?
2: I don't know. I did a rent on this today. I don't understand it at all. Now there are some reports. Don't rule out him staying in Philadelphia. I just don't get it. I I, I do not understand that in any way, shape, or form. I, I it, it makes it makes no sense to me, Connor. I mean, it makes no sense to me at all. If I'm a general manager, uh, he's the last guy that I would be going after. I really mean that. He's the last guy that I would be going after. What do you think of the Kyrie Irving deal? That's some big-time cash, three years, 126.
3: Yeah, I feel like they kind of had to do that with what they gave up to get him. You can't just let him walk after half a season. But, yeah. I mean, it didn't look like the best combination in the small sample size we've had.
2: We also forgot about Chris Middleton. You know, he signed a, a three-year, $102 million deal, or will. So think about that. That's another player that was rumored to be on the Kings list. I didn't think so. I didn't think the Kings were going after him, but think about that for a guy that does not, you know, has had some injuries and number of games played three years, 102 million with a player option uh, to stay with the Bucks. So you mentioned Pirtle, you know, $80 million on a four year deal. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible what the, the dollars are that we're seeing with some of these deals.
3: Yeah, I just love this time of year. We're not even, we're just over an hour into free agency and the biggest name left on the board is Fred Van Vliet if you take Harden out of the conversation.
2: Yeah, well, and I told you, and you knew this too probably, that the first hour of NBA free agency is just fast and furious and the big names are normally off the board in a hurry. And that's exactly what has happened this afternoon, I mean, all the big names for for the most part are gone, right? I mean, that you mentioned Van Vliet, but for the most part, all the big names that we talked about—Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Kyle Kuzma, right? Kyrie Irving—they're all—they're all signed. They're all done, you know. So, and we're not even at uh, you know ten after four Pacific time.
3: Yeah, and I had a question. I don't know if you'll be able to answer it about the Trey Lyles deal, but I saw that there was something about early bird rights and how it wouldn't like contribute to the cap space that the Kings would use up. Do you, can you explain that? Or do you not know? No,
2: I was? can't. It's too damn confusing. All right. They got a two year deal. Um, and again, this is where the salary cap gets confusing. So it's a two year deal and the numbers that we were discussing was uh, about sixteen million. Now after that, you're on your own in terms of this the 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 the, the bird rights, this or that. It's too damn confusing. Just understand that, um, you know, and there are no team or player options with this deal. That's the one thing I have heard that there are no options on this deal. It's just a straight two year deal, sixteen million dollars.
3: Yeah, and with the re-signing of Lyles and Barnes, do you think that there's a chance that Vesnikov doesn't come over in this offseason?
2: I think there is a chance now, yes. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that's going to happen, but I could see that being a possibility. I, I think it's a great question that you brought up. I mean, at some point, based on the players that are coming over, uh, assuming that that Duarte deal is going to be official with the – Resigning of Barnes, now Lyles, where's Sasha going to play? I mean, how how many guys can you play at once? So uh, keep an eye on that, you know. Also, uh, Reggie Jackson, we should mention, you know, he agreed to a two-year deal uh, to stay with Denver. Not Not obviously a big name, but I'm just throwing different names out there. So I think this is just amazing to watch the developments and everything that's going on right now. It's pretty incredible to see all of the action and – here's the here's the other aspect players that thought that they would be in the first hour or two when they don't get offered what they think they start to panic a little bit okay and let's see if that starts to happen like you mentioned fred van bleep i would not expect that his name is going to be out there for much longer and available but if we're talking about this tomorrow then all of a sudden you're like, wow, what is going on? Because you look at all of the moves, as you said, you know, a guy like Jacob Pertle, four-year 80 million. So he's getting 20 million dollars a year, right? And it's um it's just interesting to watch all of this. It really is. Very interesting.
3: Yeah, it really is. Another trend that I noticed is how much stress that these teams are putting into players and how they performed in the postseason. Just look at the deals that Bruce Brown and look at Max Struess getting 64 million to the Cavs. I know. I mean, it's just if you perform in the playoffs, seems like you're going to get the bag in the off season.
2: Well, think about this. Bruce Brown played very well for Denver. He gets a two year, $45 million deal. Now you made a good point. They overpaid for him a little bit in Indiana, but they had to, but think about that. Bruce Brown, two years, 45 million. That's pretty remarkable. Is it not?
3: Yeah, it is. And I think in the near future, Austin Reeves is probably going to get something similar with, because he had a really good playoff. Yep.
2: Yep. And they have offered him uh, from what we're hearing. uh, I believe the number was 52 million over four years for Austin Reeves.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's incredible that, I guess that's just how the market is. It just, it keeps going up every year. So bringing Barnes in at 18 million now, I mean, I think that's a great move while it, Whereas yesterday, I was kind of in the middle about it.
2: You know, Brian Windhorst reported uh, earlier that the Sixers not offering Tyrese Maxey a contract extension uh, could be related to a possible deal for Damian Lillard. That would be very, very interesting to see him play with uh, the big fella in Philadelphia. You know, I mean, that, that that would be pretty amazing to have those two on
0: the floor together.
3: Yeah, it sure would. And somebody that I didn't know that was on the free agent mark is Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think he has like a special, like either team option or something. But I mean, you would think that he'd be able to get a pretty nice extension as well.
2: Are you talking about the uh, Jazz player or Bogdan of the Atlanta Hawks?
3: I'm pretty sure Bogdan of the Hawks has maybe he's not due for an extension, but I, think I don't he has think an so. Option.
2: I. I um... I believe he agreed and did a deal with the Hawks last year. I'll double check on that. Okay.
3: All right. Sounds good. That's all I got today. It's just fun to see all the moves tonight.
2: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Bye, bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some other phone calls, and we say hello to John right here on Listen Up. Hey, John.
1: Right, John, are you are there? Buddy? I'm good. I'll how are you today? Money. Yep, I'm doing all right. I'm driving. I hope you can hear all right. Yep. Man, this is, it is so fun, Grant. you having all different platforms to go on now. Uh, yesterday's show on YouTube, that was fun as hell until late when some jackass came in with all that bull crap. But Bro, I got you know, rid what, of him. Like, a little thing like that is not going to slow us down. It's not going to slow you down, me down, any of us listeners or callers or anything. So anybody could try that shit all they want, but it's not going to stop what we're doing, what we're trying to do.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be on YouTube coming up in 45 minutes. So I'll be doing my show on uh, YouTube in about 45 minutes. But another move, uh, free agent guard Trey Jones has agreed to a two-year $20 million deal with the Spurs. Uh, we'll keep them coming. But this is pretty wild uh, to see the players that have already agreed to deals with teams. And we're at 4.15 in the afternoon.
1: Oh, I hear you loud and clear. Now, so many teams, like, going status quo, like sticking with what they have. And it's funny. Yep. Last after the after the trade deadline, people are almost slamming the Kings by. Well, we didn't do anything. You know, picked up Kessler, and that was almost did nothing. Well, after the trade deadline, All Star break, whatever you want to call, we had one of the best records in the league by standing put. And I'm actually yep. really, really cool with what Monty is doing. And if he's not going to get something that he's not convinced is going to make us better, don't throw away something that he's. Convinced won't make us worse, which which yep. has, I think been, been a lot of the Kings' problems and a lot of struggling franchises in any sport. A lot of their problems is trying to get away from things they think will work before they give it a chance to work. So that you yep. know, status nope. quo. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I'm I'm cool yep. with it. And and Trey yep. Lyles, you and I talked about this last year. I can't, you know, I liked him before he was on our team, but being able to watch him you know every night every game whenever not that he you know was playing 30 40 minutes a game but when he did have extended minutes like we said he could defend multiple yeah, yeah, positions yeah. yep he's not afraid to put up the three and the threes will go and hey that's Mike Brown's philosophy play good defense and launch if it's open and and I like it I love the Trey Lyles move and I'm surprised I'm actually surprised I thought there would be a some team they came and wanted to give him 10 or $12 million bucks a year. I, I'm just ecstatic that we were able to keep him.
2: Yep, I think it's a very good move. So far, I think it's been another really good offseason uh, for Sacramento. I, I really like what they've done so far. I really do. I think what they've done is uh, been very prudent. And I think the word prudent uh, is, is what you're alluding to. The Kings don't panic. They stick with their plan. Uh, they build a little piece here, a little piece there. They know they have a good roster, and they're just adding to it, and they're doing it incrementally. And I really like what they're doing. I, I I love what they're doing.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great adjective saying prudent. That's exactly what it is. And you know, don't take something away that that has been helping us, and add something yep. that might or might not. So I'm I'm loving it. And uh, as for the James Harden deal yesterday, I was kind of blown away that they did you know, resign him and then,
2: you know, and ask for a trade. No, 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 no. no they didn't resign him. They didn't resign well, no. him. Harden, Harden exercised his option. He picked up his option. So he had yeah, one year left be, on his deal. Right.
1: He exercised it to try right. and be traded and now he may not be traded. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to me. And, you know, Harden, he had his day, you know, him and his yep. big stupid beard. Hey, who would grow one of those anyways?
2: Well, you know, I, I I'm not going to make fun of his beard because his beard has no bearing on how he plays. So I understand the point you're trying to make. you, <laughs> know, you had a beard, your your beard was probably uh, in the same neighborhood as Harden's. But you know,
1: <laughs> mine was twice I, I, about
2: that. No, I, I know, I know. You know what? I know. But in this particular case, I'm not going to rip the guy <laughs> because he's got a beard like you had. You're a piece of work. You know that man? You're a piece of work. Hey
1: man, I just call him like I see him, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for all the platforms, man. Right. This is going to be a Thank fun you. Friday. Keep it up, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep this thing up, buddy. And Connor, right. great first call, Connor.
2: Thank you, buddy. That's good stuff right there. Uh, if anyone knows about a beard, it's uh, that man right there, John. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. You, you know, think about this. ESPN, I think – did these layoffs knowing full well that NBA free agency would take over all the headlines. And so they have done just that. How about that? Very smart. I mean, no one's really talking about the layoffs at ESPN right now. Everyone's talking about uh, NBA uh, free agency. How about that? Huh? That's something that's amazing. What's going on? It really is. And speaking of the layoffs at ESPN, I love Bobby Burak. Uh, (laughs) I've had him on my podcast before. Oh my gosh, Bobby Burak kills me. Bobby is uh from Outkick. I'll just read this. I'm told ESPN will keep Mark Jones and continue to lay off others. Jones survived the cuts despite amassing the following resume over the past year, sharing a tweet calling his colleague, Stephen A. Smith, a coon, sharing multiple tweets telling Rush Limbaugh to rot in hell on the day he died of lung cancer, lying about the police murdering of a still very alive Jacob Blake, lying about Jacob Blake being unarmed, liking nasty tweets about his colleague, J.J. Reddick, basically a basis of, Baselessly accusing stadium police officers of trying to shoot him, connecting Aaron Rodgers to uh, QAn without proof, violating ESPN's ban on discussing politics, liking tweets calling Queen Elizabeth a vile racist, liking tweets mocking Nick Bosa for tearing his ACL, making a blowjob reference on air, discussing insurrections during NBA games calling Batman a racist, reposting tweets asserting Ron DeSantis is in the KKK, promoting an inaccurate report that 90% of the NBA media is white, posting disparaging tweets about Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic, parentheses, wonder why these two, sharing a tweet that white people are trying to appropriate Jesus. That is from Bobby Barak. Oh my God. Oh, you know, you just literally cannot make this stuff up. You just can't. I mean, you really try not to make this stuff up. What a world, man. <laughs> Bobby Barak, what an absolute classic he is. <laughs> That's all you can do on that is laugh. You know, you can just laugh. Cause you know what? It, 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, wow what a world we're living in <laughs> oh my goodness gracious all right if you want to get on the show today <laughs> i'm sorry but i just this that just kills me hit your uh, that's your announcer for your sacramento kings by the way um raise your hand but don't say all lives matter every single one okay because then no no you can't work okay but you can do all those other things no problem you're all good oh my gosh uh <laughs> raise your hand And I will put you right on. Don't forget coming up at the top of the hour at five o'clock. I will be over on YouTube and we'll uh, keep up with everything that is going on with NBA Free Agency. What a first couple of hours, huh? Man, I mean, wow. That's all you can say is wow. Absolutely wow. And it's going to be like this pretty much for the rest of the night. Anything that has happened that you're just blown away by, what do you think? I mean, I don't even know where to start. You start with Kyrie Irving? You start with Draymond? Where do you start? All right, let's get to uh, Patrick. Hello, Patrick. How are you today?
4: How are you doing, Grant?
2: Good, patrick what's
4: up uh, i'm just on pins and needles right now because uh espn is saying that uh, harden is either going to go to the knicks or the uh clippers and uh you know what yeah, team you, i don't want be- him to come to <laughs> yeah you know what
2: whatever team he goes to i'll tell you right now he would be a disaster at new york he would be a disaster the media and the fans would kill him and um you just watch that i'm just calling it right now james harden playing at madison square garden will be one of the all-time disasters. It will be a disaster.
4: I'm not disagreeing with you.
2: I mean, no. it will be an absolute <laughs> disaster. Um, it would make zero sense to me. I can't believe that Tom Thibodeau would want James Harden on his roster. I can't believe that. I really can't.
4: Oh, my God. I hope that's not why uh, that guy, Perry, left the Knicks. Maybe they were talking about Harden. Who knows? God, God forbid he shows up in New York. I'll I'll just die. <laughs> you're talking
2: about Scott Perry, you're talking about Scott Perry in this spring when he uh his deal was not renewed I I don't really know no. what's going on in New York but uh I would definitely be staying away from I mean I would definitely be staying away from James Harden that's for sure
4: totally agreed um I also want to comment on the uh, ESPN firings um I just think it's yep. terrible um I'm a big Van Gundy fan obviously um but uh, it's like people are still going to watch the games, no matter who's calling it. Like you said, especially football. I mean, people are just going to watch. It's just uh, it's just terrible that the quality of the broadcasts are going to go down. And um, I just think it's the tip of the iceberg. I think eventually, with the regional sports networks going under now, going bankrupt, you know, it's it's like they don't want to spend the money on it anymore. They everything's well, cost cutting. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. When you pay Joe Buck $882,000 a game, okay, when you pay him that kind of money per game, and then his buddy wants to leave Fox and work with Joe, okay? And so you now are paying Troy Aikman, if you're ready for this, His annual salary, okay, you ready for this? $18.5 million, all right? So when you decide that you are going to pay your announcers basically a million dollars each per game, per game, then others are going to lose their jobs, okay? And they just did a big deal with Pat McAfee to come over, And they're paying him a ton of money. And when you do that, you lose a lot of people in the process. Because you have to make it up somewhere. So now 20 people have lost their jobs today because they thought it would be a good idea to pay Joe Buck and Troy Aikman a million dollars a game.
4: I'll tell you two people who aren't losing their jobs. Eli Manning. Eli and Peyton Manning. That's true. And I don't really... They, they I mean, don't... splitting split in the audience. I mean, good grief. You, 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 I, you're paying those two and you're paying those other two. <laughs> I know. It makes,
2: it, it makes zero sense. Now, it's all under the same umbrella, but it makes absolutely zero sense. It makes zero sense.
4: So why pay know? four high, high personalities just to freaking broadcast that game and then other well, people lose their jobs, you know?
2: Because ESPN is mismanaged. All right. They're they're They've been mismanaged for years. They continue to be mismanaged and they're a political nightmare. They're disgraceful. And I, I know, I, I, I don't know about you. I'm not going to speak for you. I'm speaking for me. Okay. I can't even name, I can't even name you the anchors on sports center anymore. I have not watched an ESPN sports center. Probably. I don't know, three years. I have not watched SportsCenter. center in three years the only shows that i watch on aspn on a semi regular basis and i mean semi-regular is part of the interruption with tony kornheiser and michael wilbon i think they're great and i will tune in the Stephen a smith show when my good buddy mad dog is on if mad dog is on i never will watch that those are those are the only and again I don't watch Mad Dog and Stephen A. every Wednesday, only once in a while. And I don't watch part of the interruption every day, only occasionally. The only other time I have ESPN in my home is during a live sporting event, such as the Stanley Cup playoffs or football. That's it. I never have ESPN on. Never. I, I won't watch them. I will not watch them. I will not support that network. It's disgraceful.
4: Man, maybe scott van pelt that's the only other person other than that you know, yes yeah, i don't i don't even
2: he's on too late for me i don't even watch him because yeah. it's too late and i have the utmost respect for scott van pelt and i think he does a marvelous job but it's too, I, it's too late for me
4: yeah he's on after the major events that's the only reason why i watch yeah. him, you know and i don't i'm asleep i'm sleeping by then <laughs>
2: Yeah, I got gotcha. you.
4: All right, uh, thanks for the time, Grant. And uh, I didn't want to take gotcha, away from NBA free agency because that's more important right now, obviously. No, it's they, not, it's
2: not, you know what? It's not. Uh, it's not necessarily more important, but I mean, it's more topical. I wouldn't say it's more important, yeah. but uh, I, I appreciate your call, buddy. All right,
4: no problem, my friend. Take care.
2: You too. Bye bye. I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to pay. You're going to pay Joe Buck, and Troy Aikman basically a combined thirty-five or thirty-six million a year. And then you want to know why? You have to have major layoffs at a network, really? Like, I have to explain that to you? I would hope not. I mean, it's ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right. First two hours, or first 90 minutes, I should say, of a NBA free agency has been wild. Wild. All right. Gabe Vincent. Three years, 33 million with the Lakers. How about that? Three years, 33 million for Gabe Vincent and the Lakers. What's going to happen with Van Bleet? He's still on the board. What about the Kings? They have been very active in terms of adding to their team with. Not losing who they had, if that makes sense. Harrison Barnes, Trey Lyles. Again, close to finalizing a deal with Chris Duarte from the Indiana Pacers. That could be a really interesting signing because in the, his rookie year, he's older. He's from the Dominican. And he's like 26 years old right now. He came into the league at, what, 24. That could be interesting. I mean, that, that could be an interesting move because last year he was uh, really bothered by injuries let's get to uh rich hello rich how are you
0: i'm doing good grant how are you doing today i'm good buddy good hey uh long time no talk man i just uh yep uh, i'm really happy to hear that uh, harrison barnes and trey lyles are going to be sticking around with the kings because those guys i mean I've, I've in the last few years i've always referred to harrison barnes as you know a rock you know uh, yep. he's, he is a rock he's somebody you can, you can, uh, compa- you know, count on game in game out. And uh, I wanted to thank you too, for you, you were talking about that guy uh, was commenting about, uh, you know, with the ESPN, you know, yeah, Bobby, <laughs> our, yeah, Bobby, yeah, I couldn't remember his last name, Bobby, Bobby Burick. That was, that was great. Man. That was good stuff right there. Cause <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: And it's all true.
0: I mean, you know, he's not know. making it it's, up. I, no, I, I get that. I get that. And it's just like, sometimes you'd have to go, what kind of world do we live in? Right. I mean, that's Yep. I mean, that's, I've heard yep. you say that numerous times, but it's like, you have to, you have to just say that. It's like, golly. Well, if you, you have
2: to laugh, cause if you don't laugh, yeah, I mean, you might jump know, off a bridge. I know. You know? Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. That's what keeps us all sane, man. We got to keep calming yep. in our lives. And, you know, and so I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, well, that's that's your announcer for your Sacramento Kings. That's your man. Well, he's not my announcer. Okay, okay, I don't claim him as mine. Okay, you can claim him if you want.
2: (laughs) No, no, uh, no, thank you very much. I'm
0: not claiming anybody. (laughs) I know, I know, I know you're not Grant. But you know what? I'm just glad he's not full time. Because if he was a full time employee, I I might have to look elsewhere. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. No, I'm. I I still bleed purple, man. But I, you know, I. I was I was actually just in Northern California last week. Uh went and saw the, the Padres play the Giants at uh, Oracle Field and about thirty of us family members and all all my family lives up North Cal we had a great, oh, great. time then. Yeah, it was great. That's great. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, the, pa- the, pa- was, the
2: Padres Padres are maybe the most disappointing team in baseball this year. I
0: know, I know. I'm watching them right now with the Cincinnati. <laughs> and I you know, but I'm I'm hanging in there because we've been in, in uh san diego county since 2007 so you know the old saying okay you can't beat him join him so uh yeah <laughs> but yep. uh anyway i just uh good to, good to hear you and i just wanted to pipe in a little bit and let you know that uh uh i'm hanging in there with you man thank you all right i gotta ask okay. you a question
2: before we get yes, off sir. since it's uh yes. you know the last day of june when's the next trip for rich
0: where are you going next uh, <laughs> the next trip is to uh buenos aires buenos aires oh in, in, uh, for a whole week and I've got uh, a friend there. I've got
2: a friend there right now, Uh literally was texting him this morning and said, it's one of the great cities. He, he said, it's one of the great cities he's been in. He's the first time there and he Uh is shocked by how nice it is. And he Uh said, the price of everything is so cheap. He said, it's incredible and he's loving it. He's been there for five days. And no, said no. that
0: he absolutely loves it. Yeah, and my wife just—my wife was hearing me talking to you, and she just piped in because she is the vacation planner. I'm—I'm I'm the cabana okay. boy. You know what I mean? So ah. she just clarified—she <laughs> clar- clarified the fact that we're going to be there for two weeks. And, two weeks. Uh, yeah, and right. she was there with some friends when I broke my leg and I couldn't go, and she just fell in love with the place so much. That about two or three weeks after she came back, she says, I love that place so much. I'm taking you there. I'm taking you back. How about oh, that? Was good. Wow. Man. Yeah, that's that's pretty special. So, uh, yeah. In fact, good. we just celebrated our 31st wedding anniversary on the 20th of oh. June. And she was in Japan with my... Yeah, thank you. She was in Japan with my granddaughter. So I figured being we couldn't be together... Uh, I would go to her hometown of San Francisco and watch the Padres play the Giants to celebrate it. Well, there you go. You're a
2: smart man, you know, and you didn't you didn't get mugged. You didn't get your, you, no. d- you know, you survived. You know, you I didn't. Did. Uh, I did. Not good. Okay.
0: That's good. Yeah, so, I'm happy anyway. to hear that. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right. Take care. Good, good chat with you, man. Take care.
2: You too. Bye-bye. All
0: right. Again, Bye. if you want to get
2: in on the program, uh, just raise your hand and we'll do it. Don't forget in 25 minutes, I will be over on YouTube and we'll have the latest on NBA Free Agency. That's going to be coming up at the top of the hour. Again, NBA Free Agency, Fast and Furious. Wild, all right? A lot of the big names already committing. Draymond Green, all right, Kyrie Irving, Jeremy Grant, all right, all committing. Chris Middleton, Jacob Pertle, Kyle Kuzma, all agreeing to stay with their existing teams, Jeremy Grant, hundred and sixty million dollars over five years. Man, the the big move really, Bruce Bown, Bruce Brown, leaving Denver, going to Indiana. Now that, that's a that is um, that's a really good signing for Indiana. You know, that's going on. That's kind of flying under the radar. Uh, But I like that. That is a really good signing for the Indiana Pacers to go along with, you know, Halliburton and, you know, what they have there. Because they really wanted Harrison Barnes. But they were obviously not going to get Harrison because he's staying in Sacramento. But that's a a very interesting signing by the Indiana Pacers. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. Right here on Listen app, and we say hello to Al. Hey, Al, how are you today? I'm good, Dave. How
5: you doing, my friend? I'm good, buddy. Are you surprised that a
2: lot of players are staying put with their teams? Does that kind of surprise you? As no, far as no, because the no because their teams can offer them more money, and at the end of the day, it's a business, and players are going to generally take the money. So I'm not really that surprised. Yeah, what do we what do we know about this the new kid Chris
5: Duarte? I mean, what do you know much? Or you mentioned him? Well, already? he had a very
2: he was an older player. He's from the Dominican. Played at Oregon. He yeah. had a very good rookie season. Made second team All NBA rookie. Then last year, uh, after a thirty point game against the Nets, he sprained his ankle badly in November and was out six weeks. And then it was bothering him pretty much all year. And then he lost his playing time to uh, some of the other players on the Pacers, and kind of had a, a broken second year. Struggled. Didn't play very well. But, you know, his first year, he was very good. You know, he was very good. Averaged, uh, I think, 14 points, 28 minutes a game. He's got some size. It's six. So, you know, they he's definitely got a lot of upside.
5: Yeah, that sounds positive to me, man. I know a lot of the Kings fans are you know, on the ledge after the, after the news and all that. And they're expecting more of a splash, but hey, you now, maybe the Kings did offer some of these guys, like Grant, and some of the
2: guys that you and Ryan. No, they spoke they didn't of offer. Them. They didn't offer. They didn't offer those guys because they didn't have enough money to offer. I mean, Jeremy Grant just signed a hundred and sixty million dollar deal. The Kings don't have that kind of money. Oh my lord!
5: Yeah, but you yeah, know, so I, I, I am mean, yeah. yeah. yeah, I'm I'm interrupt you. I'm with you. I'm old school, and I love a guy like Harrison Barnes. That this is He always has spoken of his work ethic. You've always said. He's the first guy out on the, on the practice before the game. Alasky's a great lot. I love a guy like that, but I'm old He's school. Great. I think it's so important to have a guy who just has that kind of a dedication and commitment. And as far as, you know, and so that to me is a huge positive. And it doesn't, like you said, that Jerry pointed out hey, you know, teams who don't get better by trading good players. And, and you know, if you get two superstars, like the Kings have, or if you're close to superstars, then you got role, role players and good players who can fit in. And then Murray starts to show increased yep. improvement. And yep. then Malik Malt's a dog, you know, he's a, and I love Trey yep. Lyles. You know, last year, seemed like there'd be times in a season where certain guys like Harrison had a stretch and then yep. Keegan had a stretch. And about the only guys who were there almost every week to week was Sabs and, uh, and fuck, but there were guys who, Trey Lyles, that there's guys that just seem to have these stretches like Kevin Hurter. Those guys all had these stretches during the season that just kind of picked up the team when they needed to most. So, you know, I, I like, you know, I got of trust in Monty and, and, uh, and trust in uh you know, coach and Monty and, you know, and hope for the best and, and see, just go on from there, man. Other teams are pouring out the money, but the Kings got a bright future. It looks good. I think it's a good move. Yep. So thank you, buddy. Right, Thank you for taking my call and have a good weekend. Are you going to do any golfing this weekend? What's the plan nope. for the weekend? No golfing, buddy. No golfing.
2: Uh, not this weekend. I golfed uh, last weekend, but I'm not getting out this weekend. But I hope you have a good weekend. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Take care now. Good Take talk. care. Bye-bye. All right. Good talking to you too. Don't forget in 20 minutes, I'm going to be over on YouTube. And I am looking forward to uh, breaking down more of this NBA free agency with our open forum Q&A that is going to be coming up on if you don't like that in about 20 minutes. Again, NBA free agency wild here in the first one hour and 20 minutes. Most of the big names that we've been talking about, Irving, Green, Grant, Kuzma, all staying with their respective teams. There were teams that they were on, Chris Middleton, Jakob Pertl, all right, staying with their existing teams. Interesting. About the one guy that has moved is Bruce Brown, two-year, 45 million, going from Denver to the Indiana Pacers. So, again, coming up in 20 minutes, I'll be over on YouTube, and we'll have a lot more on this, and we'll also talk about the layoffs at ESPN. Draymond Green, by the way, if you didn't hear the exact numbers, four years, $100 million and a player option in the final season. There you have it. He's had his entire career, 11 seasons in Golden State. So again, I'll be on YouTube in just a little bit. Have a fabulous weekend. Thank you so much for joining me here on Listen App. And we'll talk to you
4: next week. So long, everybody.